Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the We the Branches podcast. Um, I do apologize. I realize it has been almost a month since I have um, uploaded an episode. Uh, I have been busy. I started a new job and my husband got back from his field op and we his birthday was this past weekend and all the things and honestly i also just feel like i've really been under attack from satan emotionally like um i just feel like my emotions are kind of not where I prefer them to be, but I know that it's, like, that's not where my heart is, so I know that it's an attack from Satan. Um, so just having to, you know, fight that and pray through that and deal with that has been draining. So if you are also feeling drained from the past few weeks of your life you are not alone and it is draining it's hard to live a christian life because you don't get to just act how you want you don't get to say what you want you don't get to feel well i mean you get to feel your emotions yes but sometimes you have to remind yourself that your feelings aren't godly and they're from Satan and your heart is deceitful and you have to fight that and it's extremely hard to fight your emotions and pray through that kind of attack so if you're going through something like that my heart is with you because I definitely understand but on a happier note I have been working my new job And if you don't know, I'm a nurse, and it was a very long process to get my license for California, and so I finally did that, and I finally have a job, and am working. I'm still doing orientation, but that's been awesome. So, yeah, just a little update on me. Also, I hope that I sound louder because I found this little microphone that I had. It's, um, did you ever play the game called Sing It with the Wii? Because that's what this microphone is from. (laughs) I loved that game so much. It was like a little Wii game where you like, it was basically karaoke. Um, but I loved it. And so I, I don't know why I have the microphone with me in California, but I do. So I'm using it. (laughs) So hopefully I'm a little bit louder today and for future episodes. And hopefully that is helpful. So since it has been a minute since we've last looked at our Ephesians 6 passage, I'm just going to go ahead and read the entire thing again just to refresh us on what we're talking about and the whole context of the whole passage before we take 
a look at a specific verse. So again, we're looking at Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 20. And that says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. So again, just a little context. Um... This is a letter from Paul written to the church in Ephesus. Um, And he's currently writing this from prison. That's why he says, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Um, He's writing this letter while he's in prison. So if if he can write about trusting God and taking on the armor of God while he is in prison, I am convicted that we living our very comfortable day-to-day lives here in America can most definitely um, do that as well. Um, but I'm not going to get on that pedestal right now. (laughs) Um, So today we're going to look at the verse, part of the passage that says, In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So first let's talk about the shield. That's the um, piece of armor, if you will, that we are given for this passage. So a shield, how is a shield used practically like with a, if you're taking like a physical warrior with their armor, how is the shield used? So the shield is the main defensive piece of armor. It protects from the attacks of the enemy. Um, You know, like that is, that is the line of defense. Um, And obviously other pieces of the armor are used as defense as well. But I think the shield is the main piece of defense. I think it also can be used offensively. Um, You know, like in movies, you always see people using their shield to push back 
other people like the enemies or hit the enemies or whatever you know like think of captain america and he throws his shield at people <laughs> um so the shield can be defensive or offensive but i think it's mostly defensive but i think we can take that in into um this context spiritually that the shield of faith can be used defensively but also offensively um but we're going to focus today on the def- defensive use of it because that is you know technically the main purpose of the shield um so like the shield our faith is supposed to be our main defensive weapon against attacks the attacks from satan our faith is what keeps us close to god and refuses to let satan distract us or pull us away um if you've ever seen the movie how to train your dragon I love that movie. We watched it the other day. Um, But there's a quote in the movie. And it's when the... um, Oh, I forget his name. But he is, like, training all of the little junior Vikings. They're, like, learning how to fight dragons. And he's kind of, like, their trainer and leading them through through the process. And he says... Your most important piece of equipment is your shield. If you must make a choice between a sword or a shield, take the shield. So I think that that is very applicable when we talk about the shield of faith and our spiritual battle and war that we are a part of. I think that it's very important that we know how to defend ourselves um i think that a lot of times in movies and just in history we see that the people who win the battles and the people who come out less torn apart are the ones who play smart defensively they're not the ones who run out and are Um, reckless and just go attack the other party. They're the ones who take time to build up their defenses and to plan for attacks and who know how to defend against the specific attacks of their enemy. And I think that spiritually we are supposed to do that as well. We are supposed to know how Satan is going to attack us and expect it and know how to defend ourselves against that. And yeah, of course, we have ways to be offensive towards Satan, like to attack Satan, if you will. Um, but I, I think um, that we are more so supposed to be more on the defense. And, and let me clarify I think that Satan will attack us in ways that we don't expect. But I also think that we can see just in our culture that there are very specific ways Satan likes to attack people in America and the culture of America and Christians in America. So I think that we can expect certain attacks from Satan. Um, 
but again, you know, obviously I, I know, and I want you to know that we're not going to exactly see every single attack coming and know exactly what it's going to be like. So I just wanted to clarify that. But an example of, you know, how we know Satan's going to attack us, we know that in America, wealth and money is something that a lot of people struggle with as far as um, putting too much importance and self-worth into how successful you are and how well off you are financially. I think that another example is marriage. We see in American culture, marriage is very much a target for Satan. And I think that's because marriage is a symbol of God and something he has created and um, a relationship that is supposed to represent him. And therefore, Satan is going to attack that very strongly. So I think going into marriage as a Christian, you can expect that Satan's going to try and attack that relationship. And you can, you know, do things to be ready for those attacks. Um, and we can talk about, you know, that more specifically whenever we talk about um, marriage, which I would love to do a marriage episode. And I would love for my husband to join me on that and talk about things that he's learned and um, biblical truths he thinks that uh, apply to marriage and help in marriage. So, um, all right, so my second point that I want to talk about is just faith. Like, we're just going to talk about faith. So faith isn't just knowing what the Bible says. I think a lot of people, especially in like the Bible Belt area of the U.S., they think that because they grew up going to church and that they believe God is real, that they're saved and that that is faith and that they um, are Christians. But just believing or just knowing that what the Bible says or just knowing that something is true doesn't mean that you believe it and it doesn't mean that you have faith in it. Um, so faith is believing that God will keep his promises, whether or not you are present to see them. I think that's another important factor. Faith is not a Instagram poster didn't happen thing. Like, I, rem I remember that was such a big deal in high school. Like, if you don't post about it on Instagram, then it didn't happen and you didn't do it. That is not what faith is. <laughs> um, you don't always get to see everything you are having faith in be fulfilled. But that doesn't mean God didn't make it happen. Faith, having faith, means truly trusting God and his plan for you and those he has placed in your life. Not just saying you trust him, not just praying a couple times about something and then continuing to worry about it or think about it or talk about it, but truly trusting God. So what happens when you have true faith in God? 
there's a couple of Bible verses I want to look at to um, address this question. Mark eleven twenty four says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. So um, I want to look at specifically the order of words that Jesus uses here. Um, I think sometimes people get tripped up on specific words in the Bible. And I think that unless you're reading the Greek or Hebrew original text, it's hard to really truly argue what the English um, interpretation should be. But I do think that Jesus spoke literally um, a lot of times. He also spoke prophetically and, um, oh, what's the word? The parables. In parables. So that that's not technically um, literal, but um, I, I think that he spoke literally in other contexts, and I think this is one of them. Um, and he says, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. He says, believe first. He doesn't say, whatever you ask for in prayer, it'll be yours. He says, ask for it in prayer and believe that you have received it, and then it'll be yours. He says, believe first. So having faith means you believe first. You don't you don't see things happen first. You don't feel the blessings of God first. You believe that you're going to receive those things and that God is going to work in your life. Um, another verse that um, is like that, it says, For we live by faith, not by sight which is 2 Corinthians 5, 7. And we've all heard this verse, but it's it's so true. We're not always going to be shown a sign before God moves. Sometimes he moves quietly or subtly or in a way that we don't even see at all. The key is, do you still trust God even when you don't see him move? Another verse is, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. That's Hebrews 11.1. 1. So with faith comes confidence. Are you confident that God will answer your prayers? Are you confident that his plan is perfect and his timing is perfect? Whether or not it fits your idea of how things should go, do you think that it's perfect? Are you confident in hearing God's voice and doing what he calls you to do? Now, that is something that I struggle with sometimes. It's like knowing, am I hearing God's voice or are these just my thoughts or thoughts Satan is planting in my mind trying to make me think that God's telling me something. And the best way to um, what's the word? No. Discern. That is the word I was trying to think of. Discern. The best way to discern if you are hearing God's voice or somebody else's voice is think about is what you're hearing biblical? 
does it align with the truth of the Bible or does it align with the truth of the world? And that will tell you where it's coming from. Um, and I think it's important to remember that our heart is deceitful. The Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick, which means we aren't always going to be able to see God work um, because sometimes we're too busy <laughs> being wrapped up in our sinful nature that we're prevented from seeing how God works. But even in that, do we still have faith that he is working? When we cannot see him working, do you still believe that he is working? That is faith. And sometimes God works in such a different way than we're expecting. It can take us days or months or even years to realize that that was him and that was something he can bless and that he can help us grow from and he can teach us something from and God can take anything and make it good. So I think that's important to remember. The last thing I want to talk about is the phrase at the end of the passage or at the end of this verse that says, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. So we will talk about like specifically ways that Satan attacks us in a future episode. But for now, know that when you let God consume you and you fully trust in him, you are very protected from Satan. Again, the shield of faith. Um, it is our main defense. It protects you from so many different attacks. Um, and obviously, he's still going to attack you even when you do have faith. That is his purpose. That is his drive in his existence, is to distract you and pull you away from God. But through faith, we're able to stand firm and confident against those attacks. And this this doesn't mean that we don't hear Satan's attacks or see them or experience them. We, we still will experience the attacks, but that's not where the temptation is. The temptation lies in letting yourself glance away or turn away or run away from God. Satan uses things to distract you from God. You know, people always say like, oh, well, this specific thing isn't necessarily evil. It's what you do with it that can be evil. And I think that's kind of how Satan works. The way he attacks us isn't necessarily always the evil part of the equation. The evil part of the equation is he wants us to turn away from God. And do we do that? You know, that's where the temptation is. Um, but having faith prevents us. It prevents us from turning from God because the more faith we have, the more we are clinging to God and looking at him. So therefore, the less we can be distracted by Satan and his attacks. Okay, that is all I have for today with that specific verse. Um, I hope that this taught you something or 
you know, God spoke to you about something, convicted you of something, encouraged you, whatever it might be, um, I encourage you to pray through this passage and pray through God strengthening each part of these pieces of armor in your life. Um, and I hope that you have a great rest of your week and day. And I will talk to y'all next episode. I'm not going to do a recommendation today because I honestly have nothing that I really want to recommend or can really think of that's like standing out in my mind that I'm just like, I have to tell you about. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I think I'm just going to skip the recommendation, um, part of the episode for today. So, yeah. All right. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.